Now, <laughs> we have been joined in the studio by um, quite a lot of people. Um, <laughs> we've got some guys who've uh, come in, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, from the Improv Society. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Uh, no problem at all. It's brilliant to have you in the studio and to uh, hear some great comedy. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Yes, of course. Well, I'm, I'm Richard and I'm the president of the Improv Comedy Society. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm the vice president slash workshop rep of the society. And I'm Peter and I'm the publicity rep. Right. Now, improv is a very new society, isn't it? Does this explain why you're all from the committee? <laughs> yes, it is. We, we only split off from another society last year so we're getting ourselves on our feet and um, it's going really well we've had a couple of shows already and um, we're hoping to be the best new society this year uh, we were nominated last year even though we'd only been around for three weeks so we're aiming to still be the best this year if you can still be the best new society okay right um uh, yes I, I wish you luck in that um now uh, we're going to be having some um some uh, improv comedy from you now i believe um what sort of um what sort of things have you got lined up for us and how does this relate to what you normally do well we've got uh several games lined up for you today and um the thing about improv is it's all made up on the spot so we're going to need some suggestions for things we're going to for topics about which we're going to do. Uh, would you would you like some examples of the sort of suggestions we need? Mm, if you'd like to say, uh, if um, anyone listening is on MSN, um, if you haven't already done so, add us, burststudio at hotmail.com, so you can email in your suggestions for the improv team. Okay, well, for one of our games, we're going to need an item, something you might buy in a shop, and also an unrelated fault, something that could go wrong with something you might have bought. Uh, we'll also be needing a dangerous location, non-geographical is preferable, uh, so, so something like a, um, like a hospital or a, or, a, or a church, something like that. Uh, we also need a, a general topic of conversation, maybe something that could fit in a shoebox. And uh, we, uh, for another one, we're going to need an old job and a new job. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so if you could send those suggestions in, that would be very helpful to us later in the show. Right, so it's an old job and a new job. Yeah. Yep. An item that you might have bought and something that might be wrong with something else. Yeah. yeah. Right. And what was the other one? Um, a, a location, a dangerous location, and something that might fit in a shoebox. A dangerous location and something that might fit in a shoebox. Right. So if you've got anything uh, that you could suggest, is that one that's just come in? Yes. We've had the suggestion of a bar of soap. A bar of soap. Uh, I presume this is um, something that could be bought. Presumably so. Yeah, so. Well, we'll need to keep that one secret because that, that's for a game a bit later on, which is a guessing game. So, Right. Should we, should we start off with a game now? Okay, yes. Um, right, we're going to start off with a game called Alphabet Soup. And the point of this game is we have to um, have a conversation and a scene, but each new sentence of the scene, each new line, will have to begin with a different letter of the alphabet. So if maybe a member of the production team could suggest where we could be and a letter of the alphabet. Okay. Um, let's... Okay, shall I do somewhere and you do a letter, Polly? Okay, uh, let's say at a bank. Bank? Bank. And a letter? Let's go with the letter P. Letter P. Uh, please, I'm next in line. Quite sure you're next. Uh, really sure. I, I've been here for about ten minutes. Sorry, I think you're fine. I've been here longer. Till open... 
Unbelievable. I've been waiting here for ten minutes and they open another till. It's always the way. Vexed, but I am. Vexed. Well, you can't really blame me. I've only been working here for two weeks. Exactly two weeks? You could say that. Well, it's been closer to four. Well, zippity-doo-dah. Can I please get some money out? Actually, I was first, remember? Brilliant. Can't you two sort this out by yourself? I mean, I'm not here to delegate between the two of you. Do you just want to go first and I'll wait for another ten minutes? Oh, extremely kind of you, sir. <laughs> hmm. For goodness sake, get on with it! Get God on with it? sake! I'm trying to get my purse out here. Have you got any idea how much hassle I have to go through in this sort of, in this sort of job? I do. Just wait your turn, please, while I deal with this gentleman. Can I have £50 out of my bank, please? Let me see... Just let me type it in on the computer... Yes, you can. Money now. Money now? Now? Now. Now. Okay, there's a slight problem with that. I'm afraid that the gentleman standing behind you has just robbed your bank account. Seems he couldn't wait. You'll have to come back tomorrow. And we've gone right through the alphabet. That's brilliant. Ish. Thank you very much, guys. Um, we've got some more suggestions come in on the MSN for uh, your other games, I believe. Um, which which one were you thinking of doing next? Well, I think... One where um, uh, you, you'll have to leave the room for this one? Yes, I think I'm going to have to leave this the room for this one. So. Right. Um, basically, our next game involves um, uh, the item and a fault not usually associated with that. Um, and... Uh, the unwitting volunteer has to leave, so he doesn't have a clue what it is. And uh, we have to, without saying it, um, try and convey the message of the item and the fault with it. So basically, he has—he is returning this object to a shop because there's something wrong with it. But he has no idea what the object is or the problem associated with it. So it's—it's it's kind of—it's kind of a guessing game that we do a lot on stage. Yeah. So if Richard could leave now, we will get suggestions for that. Right. Okay. Um, let's uh, have some more suggestions then uh, from any of our uh, guests in the studio and also from you on the MSN. G'day, it's Rolf Harris here and I'm just bursting in to let you know that you're listening to Burst Radio. Well, you probably knew that. Well, I hope you knew that anyway, because you're either listening on 11.34 Medium Wave or online at burstradio.org.uk. This is Featured First, and uh, we are talking to uh, now two guys from the Improv Society. Um, Richard has uh, left the room so he can uh, um, get suggestions as to... Uh, it was a product and something that might be wrong with it that's unlikely, right? Right, yes. Um, it helps if I turn your mic back on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be helpful. Right, I think we can all hear you now. Um, yes, can I just ask you a little bit more about the society? I mean, obviously you don't usually go doing shows on the radio. Um, um, I mean, I know we've had you on the show a couple of times now, but uh, what do you normally do? We normally have uh, shows sort of about once a month, in, uh, generally in the Mandela Bar, or the, um, it's now known as the AR2 Bar, I think. Um, uh, and it involves games just like these. Um, I mean, these are picked because um, they're more suited for radio, but um, a lot of our games are sort of, uh, more visual in their style. But mm. we have games like this, and we have um, sort of uh, our performers that have been picked. 
We use a, we use a lot of games that involve mime. I mean, this is a, this is a good guessing game, a good uh, endowment game to use on the radio because it can be pure, purely voice based. But um, uh, we when we get up on stage, we do things which involve not speaking at all. So you'll have uh, you'll only have sound effects. You'll have miming. You'll have uh, uh, and you you have to pass messages along to the next contestant. And generally, it's a lot more fun when things go wrong. We find out where what people actually thought the item was. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It's generally great fun, um, and uh, even though we are a new society, um, we've existed in some form or other since probably about 2003, mm. and we've been doing shows in the Union for at least a couple of years now, and uh, we generally get good crowds. Right. Well, it's good to hear that. Um, certainly, uh, from what I've heard of you before and also today, it's well worth going along to uh, your shows when they are. Um, do you have one coming up? We have, uh, tomorrow actually, we have our first social of the year, which uh, we invite people to come along to if they haven't seen us before. They can see what we do, and we'll also be giving people the opportunity to join in with some of the games. So um, then they're more used to, if they want to come along to some of the workshops, which happen on every Wednesday at 7, somewhere in the Union. We usually put up a message on the board and reception so you know where to go. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, when, when it, where and when is your show tomorrow, do you know? Tomorrow it's in the Mandela Bar. Yep. It's in the Mandela Bar. It will be from 7 o'clock onwards and uh, the first part will be a bit of a show and then it will move into more the people who've uh, joined the society or people that just come along and want to join in and see what we're all about. Okay, right. Um, shall we uh, get through suggestions for your item now yes, and please. Uh, what might be wrong with it um, uh, any that you uh, fancy um, from our studio guests at all perhaps we have uh, a couple of people from the uh, burst committee also in the studio who uh, just happen to uh, drop in um, and um, I wonder well, do either of you have uh, any suggestions as to what we could have for an everyday item everyday item yes okay um, for an everyday item maybe a tea bag Tea bag. Yeah. Mm. Tea bag. Mm. Okay. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's alright. Made uh, up on the spot. That's what we do. Phil or Polly, any suggestions? Everyday Some, item. Uh, uh, something that might be wrong. Something that might be wrong. Um, Completely unrelated to the fact it's a tea bag. Tea's too hot. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of to do with tea. So we're trying to uh, perhaps an, some sort of uh, fault you might expect with electrical equi equi equipment. <laughs> Um, the fuse is blown. So a fuse is blown in a tea bag. Okay. I think yeah. I think we can do that. All right. Um, shall okay. we get our unlucky? I think we should. Right. Okay. This could be interesting. Um, in just a moment, we'll be having a tea, a tea bag with a fuse blown. Should be fun. You're listening to Buzz Radio. And then there were three again. Uh, now, can I just check? Uh, you have absolutely no idea what we've decided on, have you? I have absolutely no idea what you've decided on. I'm okay. completely clueless. Right. Shall we go and discover what is wrong with your faulty product? Well, hello. I, I bought this item not two days ago, and it seems to have developed a fault. Uh, could you just place it on the desk, please? There we go. Oh. Did you have to, did you have to use it first? Well, um, it's all wet and soggy. If I hadn't used it, I wouldn't know it wasn't working. Hmm. Well, that's a shame. I'm not sure what we can really do about it. Um, did it give you a nice flavour? Was it nice when you added the water to it? Well, um, 
I quite enjoyed it, but my wife, she didn't like it very much. Uh, what type uh, was it? Was it uh, jasmine green? Was it uh, earl grey? Well, I, I thought I'd go for the Darjeeling. The Darjeeling. You yes. are you are a man of the world, aren't you, I am sir? a man of the world. Uh, I, I like the champagne of teas that is the Darjeeling, yes. Yeah. So, you've returned this product to us, slightly used. Um, what exactly did you find that was wrong with it? I mean, was there any sort of, uh, any sort of sparking? Well, when I put the tea bag in the water, I got a terrible shock. You got a terrible shock? Well, you would in this sort of situation. Um, do you mind if I try it again? No, uh, feel free. Manager? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, do you have a kettle? Uh, I do, actually. Hang on, I'll just uh, whip it out here. Uh, could you fill it up? Could you fill my uh, mug up with water, please? Okie doke. Right, we'll, now, we'll now see exactly what's try and see what's exactly wrong with your tea bag. Ow! Oh, oh. well, oh, oh, it's a nasty burn. Oh, I oh. better not tell Hayes for safety. Um, we seem to have been plunged into darkness in the shop. Oh, oh. that wasn't very clever, was it? Oh, I, hang on, I'm, I'll just go check the uh, the box. Um, hang on. I knew uh, you should have used uh, a teapot. Flip it up. Uh, yes. Lights back on now. Lights back on. Uh, well, you see, most tea bags I've ever used aren't connected to the main supply. Well, this one is, and it's, it's quite a critical part of the main supply that seems to be involved in your tea bag. It seems to have, uh, oh, well, it's it's charred and burnt and not very nice all in all. It is a safety feature put well, into tea, it put into these tea bags. It's, it's to well, make sure that you don't get sort of surges in electricity when you're drinking your tea. Well, I understand that you needed to f put a fuse into my tea bag, but I think it was just beyond the pale. Well, yes, and also it seems the fuse in your tea bag seems to have um, expired. What's the word for that when that happens? It, it's burnt out. It's burnt out, but it's also um, it's no word for exploded. Oh, my mind's gone blank. Ah, oh, well, uh, it's a technical term. It's but, a technical uh, term. But... You don't happen to be an electrician, do you, sir? Uh, sadly, no. I'm I'm trying to remember the term myself. Um, um, well, uh, it's uh, it's uh, sort of exhaling mm. would be uh, close to the term, perhaps. Uh, what What do you mean? The fuse has expired. Well, it's 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 uh, imagine a, a a dandelion. What would you do to that to tell the time? Oh, oh! I think, I think it's that sort of. Oh word. yes, you mean the fu the fuse in my tea bag has blown. Yes, the fuse in your tea bag has blown, sir. We'll replace it at no extra cost, and please don't plug it into anything above five amps. Thank you very much. <laughs> One of the most bizarre combinations I think I've ever heard. Um, and no wonder it took you a while to get that. How, yeah. how does that. how does that rate on the scale of bizarre combinations that you've ever had to guess? I, th I think that's pretty random. I have mm. to give points to the listenership for that. Yes. Um, yeah, well, it's not, it's not the most random one we've ever had. It's, uh, we, no. get, we, get, we get a lot of adventurous uh, suggestions, and in a way... We encourage the, it. We um, encourage it. Mm. The more adventurous the suggestion, the better performance we tend to put on. I think one of the most difficult ones we've ever had was an intangible object. Yes. We, we, we were returning it and it was intangible. Yes. So it was yeah. And another, another particularly tricky one, I think, was a suggestion that we had last time we came onto Burst Radio, which was a dinosaur which only exists when you're not looking at it. Yes, yes, I remember Perhaps that. someone heard that and uh, made a Doctor Who episode about that. Um, but <laughs> hmm, I don't know. Um, I don't think you ended up using that one. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> we, we, we Intangibility were. is rather hard to put across on the radio. Yes. Yes, yes, I can imagine so. Um, now, um, what uh, what other shows? Um, what other shows? What what other games do you play in your shows? I mean, you said there are some that don't really work in radio that are pretty much visual only. Could you give me some examples of those? Um, well, we were discussing the one earlier where, um, which is a game which is called Murder Chase, where basically it's a kind of a cross between Cluedo, uh, Chinese Whispers, and The Sims in that um, a murder has taken place, 
um, and the police force have to transfer the message of the uh, profession of the, of the killer, the location in which the murder happened, and the murder weapon involved. Unfortunately, they've all been struck dumb, as if in The Sims, and they can only use those kind of sim voices, the gobbledygook, that can't really work. So um, they end up using mostly noises and, uh, and uh, mime to try and convey the message along the line. And uh, you see there that that uh, often goes wrong. People obviously don't know what then sometimes people aren't on the same wavelength and the message gets a little distorted and in some cases a lot distorted it's generally funnier when it gets distorted it is generally funnier uh, because it, the audience is in on in on the joke as it were they they know what it's meant to be and when they see a mime that is completely different to what they're doing or similar but in a, a humorous way that they're, um, they're the ones that are in sort of uh, enjoying and uh, sort of getting the joke. I mean, I, I remember one time we had a road roundabout which then became a carousel, which then became a Mexican hat dance. So it really got quite random in the end. Although when we get a really difficult one across, it's a sense of achievement. Um, I think the most difficult one that actually managed to get across was the Galapagos Islands. Uh, managed to get a, get across quite well, which, yeah. Uh, this, this was the location for the murder? Or this was the location yeah. for, the murder, for the murder. Right. I think it eventually got passed along by the use of... Uh, Darwin, the evolution of man, and a giant tortoise. So you can imagine somebody trying to mime those on stage. Yes, yes, there's a look quite interesting thinking about it in my mind's eye. Um, so uh, that's one of the that's one of the games that you can really only play um, when they, when you've got a, an audience in the same room as you, and presumably with that, uh, you, know, you send the audience out. Uh, uh, you, send the, you send the performers out of the room, just as we did um, with that last one there. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yep. Uh, 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 do you know, I mean, it's obviously within the University Union, Improv is a new society, but you've been previously linked to Panto. Do you know where Improv as a form of comedy actually came from? It's a very good question. I know it was mainly thrown into the public eye by... Uh, TV programme called Whose Line Is It Anyway, um, which was invented by the same guy who came up with Mock the Week, um, and you can see similarities between the two shows if you ever watched them. That's what really popularised it, and that was back in the 70s, I guess. Mm, yeah, and, and it's, um, it didn't, it didn't uh, carry on in the UK, Whose Line, um, it sort of uh, died out a bit er uh, earlier, but it's, it went on for quite some time in, Amer uh, in America, um, and in between that time there wasn't really any improv on uh, um, around also but uh, still in this country on the radio uh, BBC4 do uh, a wide variety of uh, improv shows um, that's the Lawrence Sweeney experience where you've got Josie Lawrence and Jim Sweeney uh, it's, it's on it's a relatively new show and they make up entire scenes and then sound effects are added later uh, even though they're performing to a live studio audience. You've also got shows like The Masterson Inheritance, which was on a few years ago now, and you can often hear repeats on BBC Seven of, uh, which was uh, Paul Merton and, and various friends making up an entire sort of saga um, on the radio, improvised. And you've, you've got lots of other games like panel shows and quiz shows you've got on TV and on radio, where a lot of the comedy is made up on the spot. Yeah. Mm. OK. And can I ask you, getting back more to the... Um the things that you as Improv Society do. Um, do, you, it, do all of you have your own personal favourite games that you enjoy playing the most? And if so, could, could you tell me what they are and why? Um, well, my personal favourite uh, is a game called Freeze, which uh, also would be uh, a horror to do on radio because basically what it involves is initially uh, two people on stage starting a scene. Uh, I think we had uh, it started off in a trouser pocket um, the first time. 
and basically at any point during their um, when they're acting through, uh, anyone can shout freeze, and you go up, tap the person you want to take over, uh, and uh, they leave the stage, and you 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 stay in their pose, and you sort of take the scene in an entirely different direction, and uh, I find that quite fun, and. Uh, it, it, it's really good because it's one of the games we do at, at the end of a show where we encourage the audience to um, to come up and, and play as well and we've had quite a, um, a, quite a few members actually have uh, joined the society um, um, after uh, you know uh, going and joining with Freeze and, and coming to check out a workshop and finding it very fun. <laughs> well my, my personal favourite game is uh, Party Quirks because I, I enjoy the kind of characterization part of improv a lot more. Um, in Party Quirks you have one person who's hosting a party and uh, three or four guests uh, come in and ring the doorbell and introduce themselves. Unfortunately these guests have some unusual character traits which we get from the audience to start off with so uh, they might uh, spontaneously melt at the sound of the word it or you might have someone who's based on a famous character from fictional history. So, for example, someone like Captain Jack Sparrow might come into the party and wonder why the rum is always gone. And so you do that sort of thing a lot, and the person who's hosting the party has no idea who these people are, and it's crazy, and they have to, they have to try and decipher, and once they decipher, obviously the, the party guests can take a step back and allow the next people to get through. Mm -hmm. For me, I quite like games which involve spaffing. Uh, spaffing's a jargonistic term we've come up with to mean talking absolute rubbish, uh, making stuff up on the spot and talking about it. Uh, one of such games is Experts, uh, where you are given a random topic and with that you have to become the world expert and you're interviewed and you are the world expert on head lice and you need to sp say why head lice are so important to humanity and how head lice can contribute to global warming and uh, be able to sound like the world expert on it having done no research beforehand it's very useful for last minute essays <laughs> <laughs> yes it sounds great fun as well um, shall we uh, go on to another game have you got yep, another, another one um, prepared Yep, uh, we, we would like to perform now for you a game called 246, uh, for which we will need a dangerous location. Ah, I believe we may have had one of these. Have we got one on the MSN, Polly? Did you request a non-geographical one? Non-geographical was preferable. Because our only suggestion has been Moscow. Moscow? Yes. I think we could, we could do go Moscow, Moscow Red Square or something mm. like along those lines we, we could do. Um, basically, 246 is, a, is an interesting game based on a gimmick where... Um, uh, one player can only speak uh, sentences with two words. That's me. That's Richard. Uh, one player can only speak uh, sentences with four words. That would be me. That would be Pete. And one player can only speak sentences with six words. That would be me. And so uh, we shall perform for you now a 246 at uh, Moscow Red Square. Welcome to Russia, comrade. Uh, the Kremlin. You want to see the Kremlin building? Yes, please. You know all political stuff happen. Got camera. Ah, camera, not good. They no allow camera inside building. Why not? Some form security reason, not know. And Putin does stuff. But but tourism. Tourism, ah, ah, no. My family? Your family is not welcome, Kremlin. Uh, can I? The gulag over there. The gulag? Watch out for tea in shop. 
filled with polonium extract often times. Gulag like holiday camp. Not good. Very scared. You are from which country now? Uh, uh, Great Britain. A spy! Kill him! Take him away to prisons, please. No, not me! Slightly more political and topical than we first intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, slightly, slightly more Transylvanian as well. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Do you often stray into uh, political themes, or even start out meaning to um, go on along political lines? Because I, I, I know quite a lot of comedy does um, lean towards political themes. What's what's improv's take on that? Each each particular improv performer uh, has their own way of doing things, and if that performer enjoys or is particularly good at taking it down political routes and can get a laugh out of that, we encourage that completely. Um, but, uh, but you've got to be in tune with the other people around you. So if you have one person on stage which knows a heck of a lot about politics and one person who's completely clueless, doesn't, doesn't even pick up a newspaper to look at the pictures, then we kind of discourage that from, um, from happening. Yeah. Uh, this sort of thing we learn at the workshop, we get to know uh, what the other what the other performers like to do and how how they react to certain things and it soon becomes clear what you can do with them and what you can't and um, the thing is uh, is that um, because because of the very nature of improv um, when the suggestion happens you have sort of a, a couple of seconds to think about what you're going to do and the idea might uh, pop into head to take it in a, in a direction mm. uh, that's the advantage because it's all made up on the spot you can take it down any line you like um, you can do satire you can do political you can do slapstick you can do basic puns you can go down the black comedy route as long as you're helping and supporting your other performers and taking the audience with you the, one of the great things about improv is it can be fresh and as recent as you like hmm. is there any particular theme um, and obviously politics is one that comes up in some comedy, but is there any particular theme that seems to recur in your improv shows quite a lot? Or <laughs> is it just very... Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Yeah. References to Star Wars are quite common, and also um, bodily functions are very popular with student audiences. Uh, yes. We quite often get some quite crude suggestions popping forward, which, of course, we have to go with, and being professionals, we do darn well. But... Uh, <laughs> Yes, you do get... As modest professionals. As modest, modest professionals. professionals yeah. uh, we, ha we have to take a step back and be able to provide what the audience wants. Mm -hmm. However, we prefer it if we can have some things highbrow as well as lowbrow to perform about. Mm. Right. We're very, uh, very quickly approaching the end of the show now. Um, have you got, uh, say, one more game that you'd like to play at all? Yes. I, uh, we can do a quick uh, two-headed job interview where um, basically somebody's going in for a job uh, and they're getting interviewed, but the person who's taking the interview uh, is made of two performers, so they can only speak one word at a time, so hence two-headed job interview. Right. So for uh, this one, we're going to need uh, an old job that this person might have done and the job that they're applying for. Right, so we need two jobs from our audience. Yes. Yeah. Right, so if you can type very, very quickly on your MSN, um, we need uh, two jobs from you, uh, one that uh, is... Um, that uh, someone has just left and one that they are applying for in this interview uh, and uh, we'll be pleased to uh, direct those towards the improv team who are here now um, just before we get going with that um, is there uh, anything else that you'd like to say about improv society how you can get involved or anything along those lines yes um, there is quickly I'd like to say that um, uh, 
pretty much all the information uh, you'd like to find out about uh, improv will be found on www.improvsoc.org.uk. Uh, has information about what we are, shows we've done, information about uh, the games that we perform. Also on there we've got uh, our contact, de contact details, um, president at improvsoc.org.uk for any questions you may have. Um, if you want to put yourself on the mailing list that's a good way to do it. Uh, we send out uh, regular mails over email so um, it tells us basic, tells basically everyone about shows we're doing, uh, if we need performers, directors, producers, all that sort of thing. And you can always come along to a Wednesday session, which is usually on the fourth floor of the Union, or our social this weekend, Saturday at 7 in the Mandela Bar. Okay, right. Well, um, if you want to get involved, that's the lowdown on how to do so. Right, uh, shall we have this, uh, very quickly, it'll have to be about a two-minute game, okay. um, this two-headed job interview. What are the suggestions? In a bizarre move, we've had a pig stall manufacturer. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so, uh, should we have that as the past job or the or the That's future good. job? That's past job. Okay. Um, any suggestions from uh, people in the studio? How about an estate agent? An estate agent for the new job. Will that do? That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I was going to go with lap dancers. So. <laughs> <laughs> what you do in your own time is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we have just under two minutes until the news. So. Go for it. Uh, good morning, sir. I hear you're trying to get a job with our estate agency firm. Yes, I am. What do you think qualifies you as a good estate agent? Well, I think that I'm very good at selling crap. Well, that's perfect for estate agency. Now, do you have any experience in the field? Yes, in the field. I have lots of experience. Uh, would you care to explain how maybe your past life could have shaped you to be an accountant for us? Or well, I had very mucky times in my old job, especially with the pigs. Well, we do have a lot of pigs in estate agency. Uh, finally, what do you think is the one thing which separates you from all the other candidates we have here? I have a very extensive nose. Perfect. Well, that's what you need for property business. So uh, don't call us, we'll call you. Thank you very much. Good. Bye. Brilliant. Um, it must be quite difficult trying to do that sort of thing under a time pressure as yeah. well. I'm sorry to have to put you under that, but... It's, right. uh, it's fine. It's what we do. The yes. news is sacrosanct here on Burst Radio. Uh, we'll, we'll be going to that any moment now. So, uh, from myself, from Polly, uh, from uh, everyone uh, in the studio, the improv team, and uh, from uh, Phil and Joe, it's goodbye.